Welcome everyone to the Ohavei Torah Daf Yomi Shiur. Today's Shiur is Daf Tet Zayin. We will begin, however, on Tet Vav Amur Bet. At the, about ten lines in the bottom, or eight lines in the bottom, Tanan Hatam. Okay. Amar Lehem Okay, so the appointed Kohen used to tell the Kohanim, Tzu v'heviu teh melishkat betetalim. Go bring a sheep from the Bet Halim. Once we're on the subject of the Korban Tamid, which we were mentioning before, because remember we mentioned we left off yesterday talking about whether the Korban Tamid was an Ola or a Hatat. If it was a Hatat, it would need two sprinklings, and the Hatat, I believe, was below, we said? Yeah. Hatat was below, and uh, and it was Ola, it was one sprinkling, and it was above, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And we asked back and forth, and we clarified that it, why it's like that and why it's not like a chatat. And we were talking about the olat tamid. So now, once we're talking about that, we're going to discuss something else that's brought down in uh, Masechet Tamid. It says that the Muneh would say, go bring a sheep from the chambers of the sheep. Now, focus on this again, because we're talking about the chambers of the sheep. We know that the Lishkatalim was in the northwest corner of the Lishkat of the Betamoked. There were four four different chambers there. One was the, for the lambs, one was the place where they have the receipts. We spoke about the receipts before. One is, the, one is the actual Lishka where they had the fire. Now, I want to just show everyone. If you have an article, you can go to the first page, one of the first pages. But if not, I'll show you over here. Okay? Take a look. Here we have the Beit HaMikdash. In the second Beit HaMikdash. This is called the Ezrat Nashim. Here's the courtyard where the Mizbeach is sitting over here. It's a pretty big Mizbeach. Here you have the Kodesh Kodeshim. Here's the Kodesh with the Menorah and the Shulchan and the Mizbeach HaZahav. Okay? These are the steps leading up to the Hechal. The Hechal is over here. The thickness. This here we call the Hechal. Now, this area over here is what we're talking about over here. Okay? This area is called the Bet HaMoked. The place of the fire. They had a fire there for the Kohanim to warn themselves up. Understand the Kohanim have to go barefoot. Sometimes in the summer, no problem. In the winter, it could get pretty chilly. And therefore, they had to have a place for, place for the Kohanim to warm up. So one of these rooms, these four rooms, was the, the Moked room, the, the fire room to warm up, warm up the Kohanim. And they called the whole area a Moked, the Lishkata Moked. Okay, now in there, one of them is Lishkata Tilaim. Now we had just said that it was on the north western corner, correct? Mm-hmm. According to this bright that we just said, this Mishnah actually in Tamid, it's on the northwestern corner. So let's go back. The northwest, if you go, this is north and that's west. So that, that would be over here. Could you see what I'm talking about? Do you see me, Ivan, or no? No, you can't. Yes, I see. Okay, this is the northwestern corner right here. Now, we're, 
we're going to see another brisa that's going to imply that it was not the northwestern corner, it actually was one of the southern corners. Now understand a little one more thing, is that this part is in the Beit HaMikdash, and this part's out. This part's holified, and this part's not. So it's a big Beit HaMokhed, but the whole thing is not holified. The only thing that's holified are these two over here. So if you say it's on the northern, northwest or northeast, that's unholified. Southwest, southeast is holified. Is that clear so far? Okay. So let's go. Okay. Says the Gemara. Viramin, who we have a contradiction. This Betamoked, which is the hall of fire they're calling it over here, but the place where, they, where the coining warm up. It's like sweets that open up to a ballroom. Okay? We saw it look like that, right? Shtayim Bakodesh, two of them are in the holified part of the Bet Mikdash, in the Kodesh. Vishtayim Bakol, and two of them on the on the not holified part. They used to have tops of the posts which would um, delineate the boundary between the holified part of the Bet Moked and the unholified part of the Bet Moked. What was the point of them? In the southwest one, he haitalishkat tale karban. Uh-oh, this is a problem. Right already here, we already see the problem. Here it's telling you it's the southwest corner. We said it was northwest. Okay? North being out, south being in. Good? Let's finish up. The southeast, that's where they made the lechem apanim. The northeast, that's where they put the stones of the Mizbeach that the Goyim ruined when they took over the Beit HaMikdash. In the time of the Chashmonaim, the Goyim took over the Beit HaMikdash and made it idol-worshipping. And therefore, since they idolized it, they, 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 they idolified it. So the, the, when they retook took over the, Mizbe- the Beit HaMikdash, they changed the Mizbeach. The stones they didn't want to get rid of, they put it in this room. So Malavit in the northwest, that's where they go down to the Bet Tevila. They go, they go down to dip in a mikveh. They had a mikveh over there in the northwest, which is really outside. Right. So now you see the contradiction. Where, where was the Bet Tevilaim that they went to get the tle from? Says the Gemara. I'll take care of it. Amar Avuna, Mantan Midot, This Masechet Midot that you're quoting, where you quoted the Tana, who says it's different. Uh, the second one, that's Rebbe Lezben Yaakov, and our mission is not. And therefore, if you say, you, you want to know why it, they say it's in the southwest, that's Rebbe Lezben Yaakov. We're not going like Rebbe Yaakov. Now, what right these have to say that Mesechim Midot was written by Rebbe Yaakov? The, the, the statement is, even though it doesn't call him by name, we're assuming that it's Rebbe Yaakov, because we're going to show you another Mishnah in Midot, where the unnamed Tana is going to be Rezvan Yaakov. And therefore you can deduce that this other Mishnah is also Rezvan Yaakov, because so we see he seems to be handling Masech and Midot, so basically. So we're saying he's wrong on the location? Like, oh, well, oh, it's him, it's this rabbi. It's he, him, and other rabbis disagree with him. And that's why it's just a machlok at Tanaim. Okay. And therefore everything's cool. Yeah, you got to, you see one Mishnah like this, one Mishnah like that. We're not telling you either one's right or wrong. We're just telling you there's two opinions. Okay. 
Right. Okay. It, does, it didn't look like that when we saw it first time because we they, they both were brought anonymously. Okay. So if you bring two anonymous things and they contradict each other, that's a problem. Right. But if we already know that there's a specific opinion from this Yaakov, which is different than the other one, so we can just say that Elizabeth uh, Yaakov wrote that Mishnah. This one's a different Mishnah. There's a Machloket about it. Welcome, Shlomo. And everything's fine. Okay. okay. But now, the trick is to see how we know that it's him. Shlomo, you could, I wish you were, you were here for the first six minutes. It wasn't, it wasn't boring. We'll try to clue you in. Okay. But the fact that he tells him to go to get the, the Tilaim from this Lishkat, not other Lishkat, maybe the more Lishkat, the No. No, it just says get it from the Lishkat Tilaim. But the, 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 the narrator of the Mishnah is telling you where it was. But the words of the actual coin was go to Lishkat Tilaim and get a Tilaim. Right now, the narrator is saying which was over here. That's the narrator. Now, that's our narrator, but we'll see what the story is. Okay, so Amar Ravuna again. Ravuna says, "Man Tana Midot." Who is the Tana of Midot? Rebbeis Ben Yaakov. Rebbeis Ben Yaakov. Why? The Tana we learned in the Mishnah Midot. Listen to this Mishnah. It's going to have a lot of facts that are not relevant to us. However, we're going to see from this Mishnah that Rebbe Yaakov is the author. Okay? Says the Mishnah, Ezzat Nashim Haita Orech Me'a Ushushim V'chamesh Ezzat Nashim, again, if you look over here, this part is the Ezzat Nashim of Beth Mekdash, from here to here. Ezzat Nashim. And you see that there's four different chambers of Ezzat Nashim. We're going to describe them now in the, in the Mishnah. Is that Nashim? Haita Orach Me'ashim Hamesh, Arocha Me'ashim Hamesh. It was a square of 135 amot. Okay, it's pretty big. 135 amot, you're talking about 270 feet, almost a football field. Okay? La Havdil Elf, million Havdalot. Va'arba, Lishkot Ayuba Arba, Mikota Otea. And there were four chambers in the four corners. What would they do? The southeast corner. That's this one over here, the first one when you walk into the Beth Mekdash from this side. The first one is southeast. That southeast corner one is the Shkat Nizirim. That's for the Nazirs. What are they doing there? That's where the Nazir would come to cook their Korban Shalamim, because the Nazir needs a Korban Shalamim. And Umagalchim Salam Shalim Tachad Adud. And they would cut their hair there and throw the hair under the pot that were cooking the Shlamiman. And that happened in this southeast corner. Okay? The northeast, that's this one over here, northeast, okay? That one, that's the wood one, that's where they store the wood. Now, what happens in this wood chamber? The Mishnah Midot says, that's where the Kohanim who weren't able to serve in the Beit HaMikdash due to a blemish that they had on their body and they're not allowed to serve they have other things to do what do they do? they go to this room of the wood and they would examine every piece of wood to see that there's no worms on it because you can't use a wormy piece of wood on the Mizmeach and that was going on in the wood room they needed to go through a lot of wood each one personally examined to make sure that it's not uh, wormy 
In the northwest, that's this one over here. Northwest, good. That's the second one on the right after you walk in. Northwest. It's on the right. Northwest. We're assuming you're walking in from here. There's other ways to walk in. It's the second one on the right. Okay. So the second one on the right, Svorik Maravit. That's the people who had Mitzarat. That's the Mitzarat uh, chamber. Maravit Tirvit, the southwest, which is the second one on the left. I forgot what was there. He forgot what's in the second one on the left. And Abba Shaul says, that over there they would put the oil and the and the wine. He That is the Shamnaya uh, house, which is where they're putting the shemen and whatever. Okay? Now, if you see from this Mishnah, it sounds like until then, who was talking? Till he forgot one of the things. Right? So it sounds like the standard Mishnah is Rebbe Yaakov. So therefore, we can get out of the problem we had before by telling us that Rebbe Yaakov must be the author of the Mishnah. And therefore, that Mishnah... Why? Because he forgot? Not because he forgot. Because you see that it seems like he was talking. But he didn't know. And one of them he forgot. So he forgot this this southwest corner. But who was talking till then? So we see that he's the author of Mesech Midot. And therefore, this other Mishnah, which is discussing the Beta Moked, which is the fire rooms, and and we had a contradiction whether it was this corner, the lower corner, or the upper corner... The one that says that it was the the lower corner was probably him too, because that's Masechem Midot, and this also Masechem Midot. So again, it's funny that in the Ezat Nashim he had forgotten this one, and the Machloket about the Beta Tilaim over here was according to what we're saying now. Is Rezim Yaakov is saying that it's here again? This it's again that second one on the right that well, whatever if you're coming from this side, but right, right, right. again that's it, that that corner over here that. He's saying is the sheep one, and our Mishnah was saying was this. This was the sheep one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're getting at it by saying, since we see that he's the standard author over there, it looks like it. Therefore, we'll just attribute it to him. Attribute ours not to be him, and therefore everything is going to be cool. Okay. okay? Says the Gemara. Not only okay. Now that was what we did so far. Now is we danced our way out of the question. We explain that it's Elizabeth Yaakov in order to get out of the question. But we don't have any proof that it's Elizabeth Yaakov. We just like to say it's Elizabeth Yaakov. But now the one wants to say it's actually logical that the Mishnah Midotim is Elizabeth Yaakov. Why? Because of, of another reason. Now, pay attention to this reason, because this reason is not going to be accepted so smooth. The Tanan we learned to the Mishnah. Kolak Ketalim Shayusham Hayu Gavohim. All the walls. In, around the Beit Mikdash, all these walls were claiming. It doesn't say over here. You can't see how high the walls are on this. This is, a, this is an aerial view. Uh, that sorry, okay, yeah, better on this side. Okay, all the walls over here are twenty amot high. Okay, now we're going to discuss now because when they when they burned the Para Aduma, it had to be burnt. On the Harazetim. And you have to be able to look over the wall. Yeah. 
I don't know why it's looking like this. I don't know what things are doing with the other side, but it seems like you have to be able to look into the hechal while you're burning it. The hechal is all the way in here. Okay, so you have to be able to have a line of vision going from here all the way into here to be able to see it. Now we're going to learn that this eastern wall over here was lowered in order to enable whoever's doing the para aduma to be able to see in all the way to the hechal. And somehow we're going to see that it's going to, it's going to fit like him. Let's see how it goes. Uh, which part is the Hechal, Rabbi? The hechal is all the way in here. The, the in Kodesh Kodeshim? No, Kodesh. Kodesh, okay. okay. So it's not like Parochah, nothing that separates it? Well, Gums on us, okay? Let's see. Okay? Kol Kalim Shev Sham Gevohim, we're very tall. Except for the eastern wall, when he sprinkles the blood of Parah Duma, he's able to has to be able to see into the into the entrance of the Hechal. Now, how do we know Shabbos Ben Yaakov? Okay, that's just uh, that's just a Mishnah Midot. Mishnah Midot says you're able, you have to be able to see in. Who says it's Rezim Yaakov? Watch. The Tanan, we learned, there's going to be a machloket about, now there's a, let me just tell you what we're doing before we actually do this. There's going to be a machloket how high the Hechal was off the floor. Okay? Between Rebelezim and Yaakov and, another, and the Rabbanan. Okay? According to Rebelezim and Yaakov, hold on, according to Rebelezim and Yaakov, the the floor of the Beit Hamikdash is higher than the Kodesh Rabbanan. The difference off by an amah. Okay. The difference being that if you're going to count it up, Rabbi Yisrael is going to be twenty amot higher than 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 the, than the floor. Because as you go here, one second, as you go from here to here, it's going to constantly get higher and higher and higher. Okay. From here, 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 here. The steps. So how do you see? Now, good. Now, we, we told you that the walls around it were 20 amot tall. Yeah. Now, if, if you hold that the walls are 20 amot tall, and this, Rabbi Elizabeth goes going to say that there's a 20 amot height in between, it'll, you'll understand why you need to lower the wall on the east. So the Mishnah and Mesechet Midot, which says that they lowered the wall, fits like him, because like him, you wouldn't be able to see all the way in. But according to the Rabbanan, who are going to say that it's only 19 feet higher, or 19 and a half feet higher, there would be no need to lower the wall, because you'd be able to see in anyway. And because it's only 19 and a half, you'll see in a second. And therefore, we're going to assume that our Mishnah Masechidot, which says that they lowered the wall, must have been the Rebbe Yaakov. And therefore, it'll fit well when we told you, again, back over here, with this thing, that this was the Rebbe Yaakov saying that it's over here, and Masechidot, he wrote Masechidot. We see that, because we see Masechidot said you lower the wall, and only according to the Rebbe Yaakov, you'll need to lower the wall, because only according to the Rebbe Yaakov, the wall, the, the, the difference in height is 20 amot, that you wouldn't be able to see it. And you'd have to lower the wall. Did I lose everyone there? Ivan, are you with me? I'm explaining it before I read it inside. I want it explained first, then we'll read it inside. You're saying the entrance 
Is that machine, is the, the, the difference, okay, the difference in height, we're going to show you a different chart going forward, but the difference in height between here and here, according to Rebbe Yaakov, is 20 and a half amot. According to the Rebbe it will be 19 and a half. Now, if it's only 19 and a half... What's 19 and a half? The walls around? Like, what? what's the... No, oh, let me just show you. The, the elevation, the elevation goes, rate. Keep going up. Hold on, look. I'm going to show you a second keep before we actually read it. I shouldn't do this. But if you look over here... This is a cross section of the Beit Hamikdash. Hold on. So the highest point is twenty amot. I'm going to show you one more thing. Look right. over here, guys. Okay. So the ground level will be the same height as the wall. Is it what saying, you Stick with us, guys. Stick with us. Uh, Ivan, could you see this? Tell me when you can't see something that I'm doing, Ivan, please. Um, okay. Look. Okay. Good. Is that better? Good. Now, this is. The outside of the Beit Hamikdash, yeah. it's going to go up and up and up and up. And we're assuming that a guy who's over here can't see into the hechal because you're going to hit the steps. Okay. It's twenty amora, you're not going to be able to see in the hechal. Right. Okay. And and therefore you have to lower the wall. Right. But according, you lower the wall to get in, and it's not going to be twenty amora high in order to be able to see in. Good. Right. But according to this rabbi, you'll be able to see under the gate. Because you can see the 20, if you have a 20 yeah, so amount gate, yeah. you're able to see in. Okay. The gate, the sha'ar, is 20 amount high. Right. Okay, so you're able to see under the gate and be able to see into the echal. So why would we have to lower the wall? Mm -hmm. Yeah, got that. Oh, sorry. Sorry. This is through the sha'ar, not over the wall. The sha'ar, yeah, the sha'ar. Oh, it's through the, over the wall. Sorry, sha'ar. The gate is 20 amount, and you can get to see in. So what's the, what do you need to lower it for? And therefore, we're assuming that our Mishnah, the second we do it, is Yaakov. Which fits very good, because now we can say, ah, must be Rebbe is the rabbi of Masech Midot, and therefore Masech Midot said that the corner room, the top corner room was, was the one for the for the sheep. Ah, that's good. That fits like like Rebbe Yaakov. So the second proof that Rebbe Yaakov is the fact that we see from this lowering the wall that he must have written Masech Midot. Good. We're gonna challenge that back and forth. Let's read it inside. Okay. Oh, which one? Black and white. Which one? The, the, the black one. Oh, the, uh, the, other, the picture inside of the height? Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. We're going to get there in a second, but we're going to, as we read it inside. But if you look like this, according to Belezev and Yaakov, you're able to see, when you go look through, you're going to end up hitting this piece. You end up hitting the step. This lower line. Is going has a line of view straight to the steps. So you can't see through this. That's why you have to lower the top of the wall in order to be able to see in over here on over the top. You got it. But according to Rabbanan, there's no need to lower the wall because even see, according to Rabbanan, there's no need to lower this wall because even underneath you can be able to see right into the floor right over here in the kodesh in the hechal. Right, okay. Okay. We'll, we'll take a picture and send it to you. Okay. Well, let's first read it inside. Vitnan, we learned in the Mishnah, all the gateways that were there, it was the gateway, which is like, like Binyamin pointed out, we're talking about the gateway. The gateway are 20 Amor high. The walls are very high, but the gateway is 20 Amor high. Okay, so the arch. 
the arch. That, that, that top, I don't know if it was the arch or it was square, but it was 20 amot high. And the width was 10 amot high. 10 amot wide. Good. Now, Vitanana, we learned. Lifnim menu soreg. Inside the wall, you get the soreg. Soreg is the first set of steps. When you come into the Beit Mikdash, the first set of steps you hit is in the soreg. And Vitanana, we learned over there. Lifnim menu, right? Inside that was the chel. There's a chel over there. How the chel is? Uh, there was 12 steps from the sorek to the chel. Every step went up half a ama and had a, a, a width of, of half an ama. Or a tread of half an ama. Now, there's 15 steps going up from the Chel to the Izzat Nashim. Hayoret Mezzat Nashim, Mezzat Nashim. Mezzat Yisrael, there's 15 steps to go down from the Izzat Yisrael to Izzat Nashim. Rumala, each step was and the tread was half an amah. And therefore, it comes out that the Izzat Yisrael was seven and a half amot higher than the Izzat Nashim and 13 and a half higher then the Harabait that we walked in all together right now, you're 13 and a half amot up with the seven steps and other steps that are 13 and a half amot up altogether. But now we have another Mishnah that says, Ben HaOlam Mizbeach, when you go from the Ulam, which is the antechamber, to the Mizbeach, there was Ben HaOlam Lamizbeach, Esim Mishnah Mamah is 22 amot. Okay? There was, again, this 12 steps. Point down the steps. We care about the steps over here. Because we want, the steps are important because that's going to show the difference in height. To see, we're trying to count steps here to figure out exactly how high the difference is according to Vezim and Yaakov. I'll show you in a second. That's not important for us. There's, there's uh, 12 steps. Each step again, all the steps are always the same. Half ama up and half ama tread. Okay? Up means this, tread means this. Got it? This is up and this is called the tread. Tread is where you sit on. Okay? Now, Utsunan and we learned. There's an extra step over there because of Mezbun Yaakov. The Gvo ama, which is one ama high. And they used to put a platform on it. Now that platform is for the Kohanim to go up on the Duchan, they called it, okay? Listen to that, Ivan. You got to get ready. We're going back there one day, right? Uh, on top of the platform, there's three steps of half an amah. So according to Bezim Yaakov, that additional piece makes it that there's 20 and a half amot higher than when you walk in. Ah-ah. Uh-uh. Let's, then, now let's put it all together. It's cool if you say the whole Mosef That's why it was covered and you couldn't see through. But if you say to the Rabbanan, if it's the Rabbanan who say you don't have that extra step at the top, so what we have that, that top half, that, that top foot, which you could look through the gateway in that top foot, and you could see on the bottom of the floor of the Echal. So we must see 
that the, the rabbi who wrote the Mishnah that said that we had to lower the eastern wall so the guy doing the Paraduma is able to see in must be Nelson Yaakov because otherwise there's no reason to lower it. Ah, so that's another proof of the rabbi and therefore we can fit very well what we said before. Good. Are you with me? Uh, Ivan, you with me or no? Yeah. Okay. Whew. Good, I was worried about this. Let's get this one. So it says, my back, no, not necessarily. Rabbi Adabar Abamar, Hamani, no, not necessarily. I can tell you the author is Rabbi Yehuda. Doesn't have to be Rabbi Yehuda. Could be Rabbi Yehuda. And if it's Rabbi Yehuda, it's not a proof anymore that that corner one was the, was the lamb one. Now, how do you, who's a Yehuda? Where does he come in over here? Oh, don't worry, I'll tell, we'll tell you all about him. The time is learned in a Brita. Review down every this is the following. Hamizbeach mimutza, the Omed be'emsa azara. He says the Mizbeach was in the middle of the azara. Ushoshim v'shtayim amot hayulo. The width of the Mizbeach was 32 amot. Okay? Esan amot kineger petroshe lechal. Ten were opposite the Petroshelchal, twelve, eleven Amot to the north, and ten Amot to the south. Okay, so the Gemara is saying, the reason, who told you that the reason why, now everyone's got to focus on this clearly because I don't want to lose anyone here. Okay. We, we're assuming that the Mishnah that says that we lower the wall has to be Rebbezim and Yaakov. Why? It can't be anyone else. Because there's nobody else who would say that the view would be blocked. Right. Only according to Rebbezim and Yaakov, the view is blocked. The Gemara wants to pause it now. There is another Tana who would agree that the view is blocked. But not blocked because you won't be able to have a field of vision. Look, Harry, listen to us. Not blocked because you won't have a field of vision. Blocked because it'll be obstructed. Obstructed by what? Obstructed by the Mizbeach. Because there's a machlok exactly where the mizbeach is. And according to Yehuda, the mizbeach is situated smack in the middle of our Bet Mikdash. So if you look over here, guys, if you look over here, our mizbeach on this thing is situated over to the side. Yeah. We're going to quote Yehuda saying that this mizbeach is actually shifted further up. And we're going to show with the height that the height of the mizbeach is so high that even according to, to the Rabbanan who argue on the Rezim Yaakov, if the Mizbeach had been here, there'd be no way to see in to this Hechal, and therefore you'd still need to lower the wall. Mm. And therefore, who told you that the, that Mesechet Midot has to be listened by Rezim and Yaakov? Because he's the only, you're saying, well, he's the only one who would say that you have to lower the wall. No! Even the Yudah would say you have to lower the wall, because he's claiming that this Mizbeach has shifted over to be blocking, obstructing the view that you'll be able to see in. What's lowering the wall going to help? Exactly. Yeah. No, no, because you could see over the Mizbech. You're going to see that, that with the height of the Mizbech, you'll be able to see over it. How? Because you lower the wall, because this is a very, very... The wall's very, outside. If you're here, if you're out here, okay, right. I'm trying to get, I want to really get this clear because it's very hard. If you're outside over here, yeah. you'll be able, if we lower the wall, this... this over the wall, this time over the wall. Not let's say you're going over the wall, you, it, this is a very, very tall entrance. You have to see inside the Hechal anywhere. It doesn't have to be to the floor. So, yeah. Th- what, so, you're what, looking down? 
looking you're up. looking straight across, okay. but you'll be able to see over the Mizbeach into the Hechal. No problem. The Mizbeach on the side. As long as I lower it all. But the, the wall in front of me is still straight up all the way very, very Where's high. That wall in front of you? Uh, if I'm outside, and the outside wall of the Mizbeach, this wall, is super high, yeah, 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 okay. and I don't lower it, yeah. then you won't yeah. be able to see anything. Fine, fine, fine. Unless you can see under the gate. Okay. Now, under the gate is not going to happen according to Mizbeach Yaakov, because you can't see in. It won't happen according to Rabbi Yudah either, because the Mizbeach is in the way. Right. And therefore, oh, both right. according to Rabbi Yudah and according to Mizbeach Yaakov, you'd have to lower the wall. Okay. So therefore, who told you that your Mishnah is Mizbeach Yaakov? It could be Rabbi Yudah. I see I don't have anyone. Yeah. Good question. Yeah. Hold on. We're not going further till Why Yvonne and Harry have it. No, no, no. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's saying that the wall, is, that you can't see through is because that's 20 and a half amos. Right. right, that's the so reason. So it's blocking the. the so you're going to end up, all you can see is steps, according exactly. to Mizbeach Yaakov. You only see the steps. According, according to Yehuda, the, the, yeah, the bottom is still blocked, so you have to lower the top in order to see from the top. Correct. One is saying because. What? The steps what are you saying, Ivan? That's the point that really is it. The other one thing is the Mizbeach is blocked from the bottom. I, 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 I'm not a good drawer. I, I don't know if I could. Let me just think. How could I draw it? Uh, yeah, well, I'll show you this. No, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you how to do it. Hold on. They, they have something over here. Look. Let me see. Here, look. Look at diagram A. If you look at diagram A, you want to come here? Come. Yvonne? No, um, Harry. Yeah. You see this? Sure. Yeah. So, according to this rabbi, Rabbi Udav, the, the we're going to describe now the Mizbeach is here, and it's blocking the entire entrance of the Hechel. And therefore, if we could prove that the height of the Mizbeach is too high, therefore a guy who's all the way over here, look at the guy over so here. This guy over here, look at this, two, there's two dotted lines over here, right? Um, so according to Yudah, this lower dotted line is the Mizbeach that's going to block you from looking under, see the gateway, This. see this, this Okay, the white on the walls is a gateway. The white is a gateway you can look right through. It's, well, you it's, it's, look you right can look through, through the white. You can't look through the black. So all the other ones are very high. You won't be able to see in. This one we lowered, and therefore you'll be able to see in on the lower, on the higher line, all the way in. You got that? Yeah. On the lower line, which is going under, you're going to hit Mizbeach, and that's going to not going to allow you to get it to get through. So correct. Correct. Is, correct. It's this wall that she, that's blocking you. No, no, no. no. This is not a wall. This is this is the, no, all the whites. All the whites you can look at. The, How can you look through this? How can you look through that? It's blocking. No, this is not a wall. It's not a wall. The clear, the clear part are the gateways. Okay. These are gateways. You can look right through them. Okay. It's just the gateway and which is ten amot wide okay. and twenty amot high. Fine. Okay. So this now when as 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 the, the ground level raises, so you're able to see under it. Right. Right? So these two are not problems because you're able to see under. This one, <coughs> the outer one, is a problem. Okay. Got it. We see only the guy standing there. There's the guy outside. That's where the guy is. Where is he standing? He's standing on a mountain over here doing the okay. Parah Duma. Whatever. I don't know how it works. Fine. Okay? Okay. Fine. Good. Okay. Let's go. Robert, you have to have like tremendous eyesight. It's true. <laughs> yeah, the first one. Only the first one. The second one, the subsequent ones are not going to need to be lowered because they're higher because of the three. 
the terrain is higher. So therefore, even though they're very, very tall walls, but the 20 I'm off from the terrain underneath it allows you to do it. Is that clear? If people have the eyesight to see that far? Yeah, yeah. You can see very, very far, by the way. When you're on a mountain now in Yushalayim, you could go and you could see across the other mountain, no problem. Go, no, even now. Even now. No, no, not now. Even now. I, I, I can be on my, when, I, when I'm on my porch in my Fagan, you can see all the way to the old city, no problem. No problem. Yeah, it's not a problem. <coughs> and that's two miles away, four, three miles away, you can see it. Right. Okay. Now let's go, to, okay, we'll get, now let's go to the Mizbeach, okay? So, the Tanya we learned in the Brayta, we're on the bottom of Tetzayin. We'll be down there, wow, this is taking time. The Mizbech, according to him, is in the middle. That's very key, because he's saying it's in the middle of the Azara. It was twice. Um, 11 Amot were to the north of the Hechal and 11 to the south. Okay? We're talking about how it extends past the Hechal. Okay? Um, Understand that the the Hechal itself, this is the Hechal, okay? The actual Hechal where where the menorah is, okay? Now, the actual width of this is 20. The thickness of the walls, each one, is 6. 6 and 6 is 12, plus 20 is 32, which equals exactly the, the size of the Mizbech, which we said was 32. Okay, so the Mizbech is blocking not only the, the 20 Amot of the Hechal, but also 6 Amot that would, that would be opposite the walls. Are you with me, Benjamin? One more time. The Hechal over here, Ivan, you with me? Could you see, Ivan, or no? This is the Hechal. This dark purple is the Hechal. That's where the Minorah is. The black walls are a six amah thick walls. Okay, 12 foot thick walls. Now, technically if you count 20 amot plus 6 and 6 is 32 amot. The width of the mizbeach, according to everyone, according to what we're saying now, is 32. And if it's shifted over, it's going to block for sure the 20. We only care about the 20 amot in, because the, the paradigma is going to be able to see in. So that 20 amot in is not going to be visible. We're going to show prove in a second. Okay? Ten amot opposite the middle or opposite the, the opening of the hechal. Eleven to the north and eleven to the south, because the opening of the hechal is only ten, not not twenty. Okay. So it comes out. Mizbech is opposite the hechal and the and the walls. So you see, and according to Yudah, you wouldn't be able to look in, and therefore. Who told you the Mishnah and Midot is Rabbi Zman Yaakov? I could tell you it's Rabbi Yehuda. Says the Gemara back. The Isal Kedaitach Midot Rabbi Yehudahi. You want to say that Mesech Midot is Rabbi Yehuda? Ah, Mizbeach Be'emsarah Mi Meshkachatla. According to Mesech Midot, we know that the Mesech Midot, which you're claiming might have been written all by Rabbi Yehuda, I'll show you that Midot holds that the Mizbeach was not in the middle. Mizbeach was moved over. And if that's true, then the author, the anonymous author of Mizbeach Midot cannot be Rabbi Yehuda, and it must be Rabbi Yaakov. And we're back to what we said before. Okay, let's do it inside. 
it was 187 amot length, and the width was 135. So the width is the same width as the Zat Nashim, 135, but the length is longer, it's 187. Okay? From east to west is 187, like we said. And what's included? The part where the Yisrael could walk, that, that, that all us uh, guys over here in, America, in New York could walk, because not not the whole Hechal could, could, could Yisrael walk. Some was only Kohanim, restricted to Kohanim only. So the part that's unrestricted to Kohanim, only Tahor Yisraels can go. How much is that? That's 11 Amot. The part that's Kohanimable, where Ivan could go, that's Echadis Amot. That's another 11 Amot. Mizbeach, 32. Mizbeach is 32. Ben Aulam Mizbech, between the Ulam and the Mizbech is 22. It's Simba Ishtayim. Vayechal me'ama, and the Echal is 100 amot. Vayechal se'ma'a chalei bet ha'kaporet. And there's 11 amot behind the bet ha'kaporet in the, in the Kodesh Kodeshim. Yeah, that, that, that didn't prove anything yet. Hold on. Mi'adil Omer Tzafon, from the south to the north, going from bottom to top, which is 135 amot, right? Hak, hak, now this is the part we need, okay? Hakeves from Mizbeach, the ramp and the Mizbeach, Shishim Mushtaim, is 62 Amot. Okay? From the Keves from Mizbeach, is 62 Amot. So the whole thing is 62 Amot. Okay? Min Mizbeach lo Tabat, from the Mizbeach to the rings, because there were rings on the floor. Okay? This is, I'm going to give you a diagram over here. So from here, this, this is the 135 of the whole thing, of the whole width of the, of the courtyard. Now, on the width of the courtyard, you have 10 amot here, then you're going to have 62 amot to the Mizbech, then you're going to have another 8 amot from here to the start of the rings, because these rings are on the floor for the Kohanim to stick the Korban's uh, neck into and slaughter it easily by sticking the neck into these rings. There's a bunch of rings on the floor, one for each family. We'll talk about that some other time, okay? Right? From the Tabaot, it's Sima, there's 24 Ama of, of rings. And from the Tabaot, the Shukhanot, to the tables, there were tables, there's four Amot in between. From the tables to the Nanasim, to the, to the dwarf pillars, there was four Amot space. From the Nanasim, the Kotel, is eight Amot of space, okay? Okay. Good. Ramotar and the rest of it is Ben Akeves Lakotel Nanasim. Was in between the, the Keves and the thing will be will, will be covered by that Nanasim. The Isa if you hold that Mesechim Midot was written by the Biuda, Mizbech Beemsa Azara, Mimeshkachala, is the Mizbech in the middle of Azara? No. Haruba the Mizbech Vadalomkai. Most of the Mizbech is on the south. According to what we said here, the Mizbech is all in the south. So it's not going to really block the whole thing. So you should be able to see in. Okay? So we're on top of your giant. So we see it's a Bezabin Yaakovi. You're right. We see it is a Bezabin Yaakov. And everything is fine. Okay.
Okay, so it comes out that the Mishnah Midot is with Rezim and Yaakov, and therefore it fits well why we had a machloket where the lamb thing was. Because the Mishnah that said it was in the south, hold on, let me get this right. The Mishnah in the beginning, we, we had, our first Mishnah said it was in the north, that was our Mishnah, and Midot said it was in the south, that was Rezim and Yaakov. Good? Clear? We're talking about the two different spaces. The two different spaces for the, for the you weren't here for that part. Okay, uh, the two different places that was with Yaakov. It can't be Rabbi Huda, and therefore we solve the contradiction. Okay. okay. Yeah, the Tilaim that Tilaim that was Mishnah Midot also. The one that said it was in the south was Mishnah Midot, and we're saying that's Rabbi Yaakov, and therefore uh-huh. we're understanding why it's not jiving with our Mishnah, which was saying that it was in the north of us. Okay. Baruch Adonai Amen Thank you everyone. Wow.